0: the Campfire Conversation podcast. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Ask almost anybody who's been to summer camp, whether they be kids or staff members, and they'll tell you it is awesome. They will also tell you through their words, but mostly through their actions, that they learn a ton while there too. As a longtime camp director, youth sport coach, and father to three growing young men, I know the lessons that we learn at camp can be hugely beneficial for all of us back home in the real world. So, Each week, I'll spend some time around the digital campfire talking with professionals from inside and around the summer camp world. We'll share their lessons, their ideas, and their practices in a way that I hope will be immediately useful for your life back home. So pull up a seat, get your marshmallow ready to roast, and let's spend some time learning together around the campfire. I firmly believe that sending a child to the right camp for them is one of the greatest gifts that a parent can give. When it's the right fit, camp combines incredibly fun experiences, lots of new and old friends, and lessons that will literally last a lifetime. As we're getting into the holiday season here in the States, I thought it would be fun to explore the idea of camp as a gift from three different perspectives. This campfire conversation will have two camp parents, who also happen to work at camp, sharing their answers to the question, how is camp a gift? Along the way, they'll give some hints on how we can recreate those moments back home. I first met Lisa Perry four years ago as she and a friend began looking for summer camp for their daughters. Thankfully, Lisa's oldest daughter, Emily, jumped right into the experience and returned home telling her mom and friends all about it. In a small world situation, Lisa told her good friend, Joanne Hall-White, about camp and suggested that she reach out to us about working at Waquake. We are so glad that Lisa made the introduction. Joanne Hall-White has been a school teacher for the past 15 years. For the past two summers, her husband Matthew has said, see you soon, to Joanne and their daughter Finley, as the two headed up north from South Florida. Joanne serves as one of our healthcare assistants at Waquake and is a huge presence around camp for everybody. In the turnabout is fair play category, Joanne returned home from her first summer at camp telling all of her friends about how much fun it was to work at camp. Remember Lisa, who introduced me to Joanne in the first place? Well, Joanne told Lisa all about the experience and said that she should jump in, too. To our good fortune, Lisa joined Joanne as our other healthcare assistant for the summer of 2019. And as you're about to hear in a little bit, I don't think either of them will be heading anywhere but Waquaiic for the foreseeable summers. I hope you'll enjoy this parent-focused campfire conversation with my friends, Lisa Perry and Joanne Hallwhite. So Joanne Hall White and Lisa Perry, welcome to the campfire.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having us.
0: Oh, we're so excited to have you here. Uh, we have had a lot of fun together uh, over the last couple of years with your kids at camp and with you two at camp and working. And I thought it'd be really fun to to sit around the campfire and talk about how camp is a gift. You know, we're, we're dropping this episode when uh, it's right around the, the holiday season here in the United States. And, you know, gifts are being given every which way, shape, and form, and, and camp, in, in my opinion, is, is a gift. And I thought that you two would be perfect people to, to help me start thinking about how camp is a gift, uh, both to our, our kids and, and our parents. If, Lisa, if, if you were going to start a, 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 and explain to somebody how camp is a gift, you know, to your kids, how would you do it?
1: I would say give the opportunity to try new things. Mm-hmm. My children are a little bit afraid of trying new things. They like, to, they like a comfortable old shoe. When you go to camp, no one cares if you fail at something. If you fail, you get back up and you ride on that horse and you do it again. Mm-hmm. My kids don't have waterfront in Florida, in South Florida. We're pool people. And they go to waterfront and they learn how to paddleboard and kayak and water fall sea. off and water skiing. They learn how yeah. to fall off but get right back on. And now they can't wait to go back to camp and do it all over again. They would never have had that opportunity if camp wasn't there for them. And they get to do it in a comforting, supportive environment where
2: everybody's cheering you on. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah that, that's, that's, that's a huge that piece.
2: I agree completely. It's, it's a safe, everyone is that, you know, whether they're there for the first time or year after year, they're always trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel like a safe environment there and supportive.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how much, it's funny for, for me, I think about it from a kid's standpoint, it's safe physically, obviously, I mean, and parents think about that a lot, but really it's emotionally safe more yeah. than I think anything else, which then allows the kids to, to kind of branch out there.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everybody's your cheerleader there. Yes. <laughs> right. And when we say, when I, when I was saying a safe environment, that's a hundred percent what I meant um, that it does feel like in every area of camp that from the counselors to all the support staff, key staff that everyone really is a cheerleader for everybody.
0: Right. Awesome. Yeah. It
1: also, I think one of the greatest things was when I sent my daughter, she always had the same friends growing up. She's in the same town with the same people. It gave her an opportunity to go somewhere where she knew nobody. Yeah. And she mm. was able to figure out how to make friendships. Mm-hmm. And how to make friendships with people with all different walks of life, with different cultures, different backgrounds, living in different places than her. Mm-hmm. And now she comes home with much more confidence. Mm-hmm. And she's able to speak um, with more confidence to other people, with adults, with children, and she says she's a completely different child because of that.
2: And
0: so, friend, sorry, go ahead. The
2: new friend. I mean, I think Finley got a letter two weeks ago from Lawson, and you know, just to have a friend, you know, in a you know, t- twenty states away, and they keep mm-hmm. in touch and back and forth, and they can't wait to see each other. It is really cool.
0: Oh, I, I love the fact they're still writing letters. It's amazing. That's awesome. um, But something you just said, Lisa, the idea that the kids were so scared to go away and that they didn't know anybody at camp. You know, a lot of parents go through that process when they're trying to find a camp where their child says, well, I just want them to know somebody. You know, I I can understand that that's important. But what do you two think about that, having gone through the process and not knowing anybody at camp and, and now actually even work there?
2: I think, well, the first thing that sets them up for success is the they start writing letters before they even get to camp that Finley was set up. The girls are set up with a pen pal. Um, so Finley, you know, quote unquote, knew mm-hmm. a child going in because they had sent letters back and forth to each other and found things they had in common. So when they did arrive at camp, when she um, got to camp, she kind of recognized and had someone because the new campers are, you know, all in the bunk together. Mm-hmm. So She knew Emily, but wasn't in the bunk with Emily. Um, And I think that that is the first thing that really sets them up for success is just that letter writing, which I loved. I didn't know you guys did. And when we got that letter, we were all super excited. Um, And it is. But it's something that helps them to find their way. It's something, again, that they're doing for the first time. I don't, I kind of like, we use this word at school. It's a productive struggle. They really start to... Um, come into That's their true. own and they they find their own way and I remember the first day of camp and I went to camp knowing nobody and had those like jitters and and feelings and it, and it takes a day to really get settled but I remember walking watching Finley walk up the hill past the health center and she kind of you know she smiled and waved and I was like okay everything's good and then the next day she skipped by like barely said hello and it was, it was a <laughs> day of getting acclimated <clears throat> Um, and she found that way herself so that I really loved.
0: That's really. awesome.
2: But I also think
1: it's special friendships. I mean, everybody who I know have ever gone to sick camp, they're friends with these, these people or they even marry them or they <laughs> new 20, 30 years down the road, yeah. because there's something special about being with a friend when you're having s'mores by the campfire or you're mm. on your nature walks or you're playing a crossword puzzle in your bunk on a rainy day. Yeah. That can't be replicated playing Xbox. Right.
0: Xbox. Yep.
1: It, it's a special bond.
0: Well, and I've heard someone talk a lot about the idea of dropping your mask. And I feel like at camp, you you drop your mask and you kind of leave it off by the wayside uh, for the, the two or three or six weeks that you're there or seven or eight, however long you're at camp. You really just to be your best self. And therefore, you know, you're more attracted to people and more people are more attracted to you because, you know, it just, that's who you are. And you're not putting any airs or pretenses. It's just, let's go to camp and be ourselves.
1: I love that. I love it. Nobody cares what you wear, who you are. (laughs) No one cares about your background. They just want, they just care that you're a loyal, nice, kind person.
0: Yep. And
1: that's the mask that they wear.
0: Sure. So I, you know, I should have started at the beginning with this, but did you two grow, grow up going to camp?
1: I I did not. I just went to a local camp where my mom would drop me off nine to five. And that was it. I never went to sleepaway camp. Emily going to sleepaway camp was my first experience at all. My husband never went either.
0: Oh, so, wow. so why, why did you guys choose to send the kids to camp? Not, not just with Quake, but decide, all right, let's go to camp.
1: I wanted Emily to build confidence mm-hmm. and I wanted my girls to have um, better executive function skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I camp last summer. I was Ashley's first summer and mm-hmm. I sometimes would see her, I'd, be, I'd see her like laundry, like, hmm, where am I going next? And she had to learn and had to figure it out. She had her schedule and she had to learn on her own as somebody you know, it was always going to be their support and guide her. But hmm, where should I go next? Where do I need to be? And it was the best education for her. Mm. i the in right the right direction. There's always somebody at every corner that could help and guide her. Mm. But she had to figure it out a little bit too. Yes. And she it gives you, struggle, right. It gives, it's a she's, sense she's, of independence. She got yeah. to choose what clothes she wanted to wear. She had a buffet of very healthy, yummy food that she could <laughs> pick from. It just gives them that good executive function skills that yeah. I can't at home. And she I- came back much stronger for it awesome That's and anything for setting her to camp mm-hmm.
2: and, and joanne
0: you you work year-round with kids as a teacher and yet you want to go to camp with <laughs> finley you know why
2: i love and and i can say now it was you know you have a little trepidation going into it um mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be a teacher um but i heard wonderful things from lisa about camp um and again didn't grow up going to camp. I mean week-long sailing camps or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I heard wonderful things from Lisa and Lana Cohen, and I just felt like it's nice to have a change. You know, you're around the same people day in and day out. Um, And, you know, you can travel and go places, but you really don't forge friendships. You know, she wouldn't have a friend in New York, you know, if if not for camp. Mm and I can say now, after being there for two summers, it's my favorite three weeks of the summer. It really is. (laughs) Just, you feel a sense of, and I love, I told Lisa, working in the health center, being a mom, you know, with those kids, if they're sick, if they're hurt, whatever the case may be, you know exactly what those kids would want from their, you know, from us, you know, and being a mom, you know exactly what to give them. If it's a hug, if it's, just it's so natural and it's so mm-hmm. organic because it's what we do day in and day out um so that makes it really really easy it makes it really easy
0: that's nice so having you know thought about camp from kind of the outside and hearing about it from friends and whatnot then actually being at camp what how has your perception of camp changed from the start of all right i think i want to send my children to camp and joanne in case of you of coming to camp as well to now having been and worked at camp and worked the the experience, how has that changed your perspective of camp?
2: I always thought um, it was, I'm getting rid of my kids for three weeks, like, because maybe mom and dad want to travel or, you know, which again is an amazing thing, but I always kind of had that mentality. But after being at camp, even the second day I was there, I could totally understand why anyone would want to send their kids. The, how the, the kids have smiles on their faces all day long, mm-hmm. um, being able to figure out things on their own, maybe that right. they haven't, right. no helicopter moms or right. lawnmower <laughs> moms sense of independence. being there to solve problems mm-hmm. for them. And they do it on their own. So my I had a total shift when I saw what camp life really was like because right. I had no clue. My yeah. husband never went to camp. We never went to, I never went to camp. And it wasn't really something... We had ever talked about, um, and it kind of came up last minute when we ended up signing on. And it was really because of the amazing things that we heard and wanting to give her that opportunity mm-hmm. and seeing it and living it. There, I mean, we try to talk about vacations over the summer. and We're like, but not during that three weeks. Like if, if everything, <laughs> is out, making sure that we're at camp for those three weeks.
1: But to add on to that, when I came to camp. Everybody has a smile on their face, Yeah. and everybody wants to know what's your name, what, what do you what do you enjoy, what do you like to do. Everybody's just so happy and warm and inviting, and especially in this world, that's really welcoming. We and, want to bring it here. Yes, like,
2: I wish that the right. world always felt like like that, three, three weeks, weeks of at camp. camp. Ah! Yes. <laughs>
1: did because it's, it's like being at Disney World for three yeah. weeks. Obviously not all the exhaustion. We <laughs> had a saying out there, t- I, you know, the kids live 10 for two. Yeah, And I understand that because we cried the last day when we had to say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> I was in tears. I didn't want to leave. I remember Cole taking a picture with you and my children and my girls and Mark taking it. And I was like, I don't want to leave here. You yeah. <laughs> know, this, uh-huh. this is amazing. This yeah. is like beta ceiling. This is the way our childhood should be. Mm. And It's just, it couldn't be more welcoming. And and another thing is people say, oh, you know, people always think you may not like camp food. I think
0: camp food was (laughs) delicious. (laughs) Well, we're we're very lucky with Chef Daniel.
1: Chef is amazing. And (laughs) he had special meals, oh, I hope he's making tacos tonight or (laughs) sliders But there's also an assortment of healthy options. There's something for everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's
0: it's funny when, 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 when... when I think about camp as a gift for for us the adults, I, I always think about the salad bar. The fact that I don't oh, have to go home it. and make a salad. <laughs> and
2: I don't, you don't have to chop. I don't have to
0: chop any Right? Oh gosh, the, the kitchen team is amazing. I mean, they do so much work. <laughs> Yes. That, that is a little gift. That's, that's. Definitely- yeah. Well, and so speaking about that, so we, we've talked about the kids and the independence and the, the, the productive challenges that they have and, and, and the executive functions and all the stuff that they get from campus as, as a gift that you really, you, you don't think about, you know, when you're thinking about choosing camp, you're thinking, all right, well, gosh, I, I want the, the people to be nice and I want the schedule to work and I want to be the right money and all the other stuff. But, you know, when you strip all that stuff away those are the true gifts, the true gifts of, of how does it help a child if, if, you know become a more competent, confident adult, you know, and, and on that process and child first and then adult. But I think it's and you guys were just talking about that's it, a gift for parents as well. What how is it how is being at camp changed you too and and how it, it kind of moves and and how do you think camp changes you know parents that that aren't at camp with their children.
1: I, so I, I guess I had it both ways. Emily went two summers before I even went there. Mm-hmm. So when I was home, I was like, Hmm, you know, she, she, she well taken care of is that knowing that I've been there now, she is so well taken care of and so loved and people are listening to her and wanting to know all about her and what her favorite things are. And she's learned favorite things about herself. And that gives me a big peace of mind. They also come home. They're not really arguing anymore about doing their chores. or, yes. you know, that, <laughs> or their daily, Right. They, they come home with being very receptive to doing their, their responsibilities. And also, I think your campfire talks that you have on Friday nights really sticks with them. Those acts of kindness, how to be appreciative and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And they come home and they talk about it. And they, they really, it, it's like they had the euphoria about them for a couple of months afterwards. It's amazing. Yeah. They just become home very well-adjusted children. And you never knew. But now that we're there, it's its its amazing.
2: There's no better gift. And I love the campfire talks going back to that, that your messages always come from a children's book. And I love i love nothing more than that because that's you know my life day in and day out. Yeah. So it's- I, that I've always loved. I always right. really, really appreciate and love, too.
1: And my girls, Ashley would be like, Mommy, I appreciate you sending me to camp so much. I know how hard you work to have me go to camp. And that's that's amazing because kids will always say, I'm so appreciative for having my Xbox or for having my scooter. And she comes home from camp, and she says, I'm so appreciative. I'm so lucky. I can't wait to go back. Mm-hmm. And, like,
2: you want to cry. And when they you cry, do. I mean, yes, on that last right. night, you know, Finley, I've seen cry 10 times in my life is... Mm-hmm falling to pieces the last night of camp, hugging the friends and the counselors and and us too, you know, <laughs> we it's oh,
0: such a tough night. I mean, there's so much emotion. and I think that's one of the things that, that people who, who don't attend camp or don't see camp is that all the emotion and all the go, 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 it really does help bond. And you're so frankly, you're so tired at the end of it but you've also created these memories and these experiences that you really don't want to leave. And the emotion is true. I mean, it is just welling out. It's just incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah. there's no, and every, I'm like, I'm not going to cry this year. And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because everything, there's just nothing, there's nothing like it. There's no experience for your kids or even for us um, that could, that could even compare. You really can't.
1: Right. My kids have learned a lot about themselves and learned a lot about who they are as individuals and things that they like about themselves and maybe things that they want to work on and Mm -hmm. improve on. Strengths and weaknesses. Right. Because they see such positive um, nurturing people around them that they're like, you know what, that's what I need to do. That's where I should be because nobody's perfect and we all can learn
0: from each other. Yeah. I I think that that's a a neat part about camp that really doesn't exist in other places, you know, and and Joanne, as, as a teacher, you know, I know you see this as well that having those near peers, those, those young men and women that, that give up roughly their summer, yes, they're, they're being paid, but really, you know, no one gets paid that much. It's, you know, camp is an experience to, you know, to help create ripples in the world. Um, but you get to see all these incredible people come together and literally serve, give, you know, their time, their interest, their patience, everything, you know, to those around them. And it's to the kids, but also to each other. And we yeah. do get a chance to learn so much from people from literally all over the world.
2: And the, the counselors that you guys, my hat's off because the counselors and yeah. the DHS, the people that you oh. find at Waquait are, are the like hand picked, like the kid, the people that, that you would want to be with your kids day in and day out. You're, every you're, single one of them.
1: It's sad to say goodbye. I'm like, do you, do you want to come and visit? I have a house that so you come home every yes. day. You come see us <laughs> yes. on Christmas break, spring <laughs> <laughs> break. We would love to see you. We, we don't want to say goodbye. We start following them on Facebook. We don't want to say goodbye. I wonder what's going on to their lives all year long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. I think it's interesting because when do you have a friend that gets to see you at your best and at your worst? Yeah. And so <laughs> love you, and you for what you are because you have a playdate here for three or four hours and then you're done. But right. there they get to see you, and get to know you, and love you for who you are. That yep. is a gift. Yeah. There's no price about that. Absolutely.
0: That that is a gift. I never thought about it that way, but yes, that's. The relationships you get to build at camp are, are truly special. Just be, and frankly, because frankly because you're, you're in the middle of a pressure cooker in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, it's amazing how that, that forced um, uh, work, because it, it is hard um, to do, I think, for, for all of us. I think it's great for the kids to enjoy, but I, I think that there is a lot of demands. What, what would you all say, having been there, are, are some of the, the toughest demands, you know, on us adults who, who actually run camp?
1: Gosh. I think it sometimes can be emotional when you see a child who's maybe a little sad that they miss home. Mm-hmm. You just want to, you just sometimes you want to be like, oh no, like what can I, obviously you want to do, what can I do to make you feel better? And you want to just, you just want to say, it's, it's going to be okay. No one ever wants to see a child cry or be, a child be upset, but boy, they're crying for maybe five minutes and then five minutes later, they're out there and they're playing gaga with their friends. Yeah. Right. You don't even know what those tears are about because you may see Johnny three days later and be, hey Johnny, you know, you feel better. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So... <laughs> So maybe that emotional struggle for like five minutes of Mm -hmm. of a child just being homesick, Mm -hmm. but he forgets that soon enough.
2: Yeah. It's so organized and I know how organized I have to be at work with 20 kids and the amount of organization and planning that you guys do because it seems seamless and effortless on your parts, which I know it's not because I I know it's not because all year goes into it, but it's really incredible because it does seem seamless. It seems like... Everyone just knows where they're going, and um, there's a backup plan for everything. For
1: everything. There's a rainy day, <laughs> whether kids change their minds, whatever it is, it's always a backup plan. And again, that always flows seamlessly as well. You would yeah, never that was that was supposed to happen.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thankfully, we've got a team that are, they're pretty incredible. You know, handling all that stuff. It's funny that comment makes me think of a. Um, uh, a little stitching that my mom had up in her kitchen all forever for me growing up. And it was a picture of a swan on top of the water. And it said that, you know, a, a hostess has to be like a swan, serene and, you know, wonderful on the top and kicking like hell beneath to stay afloat. Yeah. So. I like that. That's
2: mistaken me. Yeah, that's absolutely. Right. yeah. And that's what it seems like a camp, you know, for, and for the kids, to, I mean, for us and for the kids. So, you guys are doing everything right in
1: every way. <laughs> <laughs> so but, but, no my kids be exhausted at camp than be well rested at home. And they are exhausted, uh-huh. but the next day they just they perk right back up and they're ready to go. Their faces at breakfast at dining hall at eight AM. Yeah. They are they're well they're ready to go.
0: They're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I'm, my kids aren't like that at home. <laughs> no. yeah <laughs>
1: no right there's no like I can't I don't want to get out of bed oh my god they can't wait they, they, they like cannot they're they're so excited to go into that dining hall for breakfast they're ready to start their day who
2: wouldn't be the dining hall
1: oh it's okay. fun in there the, it is I, fun I, in there
2: First, my first experience in the dining hall, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've probably right. ever seen. <laughs> and, and when Finley gets home, how am I going to say, don't dance on your chair? Right. Don't with,
1: with 200 <laughs> of your friends singing Taylor Swift.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Choreograph that. Yes. And they all have the same dance moves. Yes. They all know the songs. So funny. I, I'm like, can I go in there? I want to be a part of
2: this. Oh, every morning she would never. Lisa never wanted to miss breakfast. Because I she's like, have, what song did they play? It's amazing. <laughs> I
1: want to be a kid again.
2: Yes, you do. It's really and working there too. You almost you feel like you're a kid again, back in college, or you know, it's a mm. uh, it's a really cool experience. Where do you get an
1: opportunity for three weeks to forget about life for a while? You get to forget yeah. about what's mm. going on in the news, but you forget what's going on politics, religion. Yep family struggles because we all have personal family struggles and it's, you don't think about it. It's a vacation
2: it's from a vac- that. And you're vacation still reality. You're still working and you're taking care mm-hmm. of the kids and, you know, and doing a job, a very important job, but it really is. It's such a nice shift. It's such a nice shift of responsibility.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So nice. one of the things that I really wanted to pick your two brains about was, and it's not just about, about Waquake, but if having been at camp now, you know, having send your children off, and then having been at camp yourselves, what advice would you give parents who are trying to choose the camp? And again, I'm not talking about just choosing a Quay because not every family wants to come to Quay. There, there's so many great camps out there, um, and there are so many different needs. But having gone through the process of choosing a camp and having gone through the process of actually being at camp, what advice would you provide to parents that are trying to find the right place for their child?
1: I would say it. Don't look at what's good for your friends.
0: Every mm. kid has
1: own needs and their own personal interests and what makes them happy. And because your friend Susie may be going to camp A, camp B may be a better option for you. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you should just do what makes you feel like home. And your daughter or son will be just fine. You don't need to go with Susie or Johnny. They're going to find their way. So, or maybe you got a recommendation from somebody else. You got to go with your own gut. And you guys see, does this, this, this feel like my second home? The moment I stepped on to Campy Quake, it was my second home. My girls and I, we, t- we call it our second home. It will always be our second home. I'm going to be the camp grandma one day. That's, that's <laughs> going to be okay. Yes. Camp mom's going when she retires one day, I'm taking over. So, <laughs> so I just, it, so what's good for one person just may not be good for the next. And that's okay. Yeah. That, I, that's really okay.
2: I agree. I think you can almost liken it to I, looking at, schools or, or preschools for your kids. And you would walk in the door and immediate, not immediately, but you would have a feeling, um, about whether this was the place for your child or not. And I really felt, I, I didn't go to a before. I mean, I didn't go and visit or do a tour, but I knew, I knew that day that this was, and I've never seen any other camps and you yeah. just kind of had that feeling of right. warmth and, um, that that's created by, by you and Kate and by right. all the staff. Cole, when you
1: came for the hometown visits, yep. you just have a way you just, of just about you just made me feel like I was placed at camp already. You mm-hmm. came with a big map, and this is where you stay and this is where you die and this is where you play Gaga. And I felt like I was already there. I envisioned it. My girls envisioned it. And it just already felt like home. We couldn't wait. Like we were sold. And you just have that gut feeling about you and, and about the camp and you just know.
2: Yes, you, the you gut feeling. Know. And we, face, we did. We FaceTimed. Yep. And as soon as we had that and we hung up, Finley went, <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> like, like, we got into college. Right. Or, like, we were so right. excited. We just, <laughs> as soon as we hung up and we schooled, I'm like, we're going to camp. We're going to camp. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, to we're camp. doing this. Let's do this.
1: And, we, and all year long, everything we do is like, well, what, what about this? Could we wear this at camp? Or what if can I buy this shirt for camp? All, we're so excited. For the <laughs> for that time that all your life is all we planned for. But you because you just know that's your happy place. It's our second home.
2: Awesome. And that can't be replicated. Nope.
0: No, oh, well that's that's the best. Well, ladies, I am so happy to see you too. If we're talking here on the on the, the computer and I'm so happy to talk with you around the campfire, you know, reminisce about camp and, and really get your your insights on the experience for your kids and also the experience for you. I think it's it's incredibly valuable for, for parents to to hear about camp um before they get in. So anything else you want to add before we have to douse the campfire here?
2: How much time is left? How many days till camp? <laughs> <laughs> die. June twenty seventh can't come soon enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are ready. We're ready.
2: We, we
0: can't wait to get back there too. Well ladies, thank you so much for joining me around the campfire tonight. I really appreciate thank it.
1: Thank
0: you, Cole. We miss you guys. Bye. miss you guys too. <laughs> it is so much fun talking with those two. Any parent who sends their child to camp that is the right fit for the child can explain the benefits of the experience, whether it's greater independence, more maturity, an improved willingness to help out, growing confidence, or just the amazing memories that they've created. The fact that Lisa and Joanne have a front row seat to the experience makes their advice all the more powerful. I love the idea of productive challenges, The Camp certainly does offer a number of those when you think about building relationships quickly or overcoming fear to try something new or working within teams. This is a great gift of Camp. It's also one that we can incorporate back home in lots of ways. Things like learning how to cook a meal or handling sticky friend situations or interacting with a teacher more productively can all be productive challenges that we can help shepherd our children through. And when we do that, we prepare them for bigger and better things down the road. The other gift that stuck out to me was this idea of forgetting our lives back home. We tell our staff members all the time to focus on being where their feet are while at camp. While being completely submerged in summer camp makes this idea a bit easier, it is a habit that we can practice more in the real world. Yes, there are school and after school and home demands and work demands, and I've got them too. However, if we do a better job of being where our feet are, we worry less about the next appointment or the list we need to make or what our friends will think, and we become more present in our lives and in those lives of the people we care most about. As the cartoonist and writer Bill Keene said, yesterday is the past, tomorrow is the future, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present may we all do a better job of enjoying that gift. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Your time is the most valuable resource you have, and I appreciate the fact that you're sharing it with us. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please do two things. First, leave a review on whatever podcast service you're using. The more positive reviews will help these ideas spread. Secondly, please share it with a friend. As you can hear from all of our podcasts, we've got a big campfire circle, and all are welcome. Until we speak again, do good and be good. Thanks again to our friends at SCOPE for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. SCOPE stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at supportscope.